0: Golden Dale, and hello to all of my fellow Liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains, from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Through Pierre, on another terrific Tuesday morning, friends. For Torch Report 361, the world turned upside down today. We will be connecting the dots between education with Satan and the inversion of reality. But first, friends, before we jump into that, I just want to apologize for not getting the report out yesterday. Yeah, there was a prolonged power outage here in the local area, and that just threw a wrench in things. And I thought, oh, stressing out I what I got to do, but I, mean, I thought, you know what? The world keeps turning you guys are gonna be just fine without me I know that much is true uh, so but I do I do appreciate uh, the feedback I did have a few people send me emails thanks for reaching out and uh, yeah this that that could be a sign of the times as far as power outages and that kind of stuff we might expect that more interruptions of our daily lives friends uh, on that note let's go ahead and jump right into the future of America here uh, there's a little picture right at the top of the report today, and it was the the Satanic Temple's after-school Satan Club, Educating with Satan. And I want to acknowledge... The kids will be kids, okay? Kids will be kids. And we've all been through it. I mean, in our in our younger and dumber years, we we blindly followed our passions into the wild unknown. We experimented with the forbidden fruits and we we flexed our ability to bend the rules and rebel. And we embraced the exuberant expressions of our budding individuality. It's all part of growing up, friends. It's normal, it's natural, you know, caught up in the excitement of youthful zeal. We've all made foolish mistakes. And hopefully we've learned from them. That's part of maturity and growing up and and maybe getting a little wiser as the years pass. Now, from this brief reflection, friends, I just want to extract a modicum of grace here and extend it to the upcoming generations. Okay. I I think that this is all perfectly natural. Kids will be kids. Kids do stupid stuff. And so, you know, if kids want to sign up and go to the Satan club, all right. All right. You know, much to the chagrin of responsible, loving and supportive parents everywhere. Sometimes we just have to sit back and watch what happens. Sometimes, Other times, it's imperative that the parents intervene, that we rein in the reckless teenage egos and instruct the next generation on the intricacies of being a functional human being. But let me just back up for a second here. I didn't when I say, okay, all right, you know, some kids want to go to Satan Club. I'm not endorsing that. I'm not saying that that's a good idea. I'm not, you know, I'm not condoning that. I don't think that we should have Satan clubs in school. That's that's uh, that's just <laughs> it's disturbing to me. You know, it's kind of it's it's I don't know what to say. Sad, sick, twisted. It's wrong. But is it wrong? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, free speech. If you if you take away Satan club, then you take away Christian club and all that kind of stuff. There's this whole debate there that i don't want to get into it's not really my role to tell somebody else's kid hey don't go to the satan club you know uh, but hey you know what what happens at the satan club anyway there's that curiosity aspect of it at any rate friends there's you know there's a need there is an imperative and important need for parents to intervene when kids are confused when they don't know what to do. And if your kid is going to Satan Club, you look at those kids and they don't look like they're particularly happy, healthy, well-adjusted kids. You know, if your kid's going to Satan Club, maybe that's a sign that there's something else going on inside. And of course, unfortunately, too many parents appear to be failing miserably You know, attending to their children's mental health, to their emotional well being. Instead, they're too distracted with their devices and their computers or their careers or whatever, and they defer to the state. They expect the state to educate and instruct their children in the ways of the world. And this parental detachment. I believe, is a major, major driving force of all of the youth depression and the anxiety and the suicide rates that have been skyrocketing in recent years. And that said, friends, I think that in the long term, in the long term, we have yet to really begin to wrap our heads around the societal impact of having several dysfunctional generations that are being conditioned into a complete detachment from reality. And what is happening right now to our children is absolutely sickening. It's sad. It's frustrating. It's, it's entirely preventable. And yet the, the perversion of childhood experience, the corruption of childhood innocence, it seems to be accelerating. Whether it's the, uh, the trans bathroom or the drag queen story hour or the LGBTQ comic books or the state facilitating youth transitions without parental consent. All of this, it reveals an absolutely disgusting attempt to target vulnerable children for raw profit and political gain. And I think, you know, all the so-called experts and the sociologists and all the trusted adults who are pushing this repulsive agenda, they need to get drug out into the street and flogged in the public square, you know, or something, you know, you know, but the entire transgender agenda is confusing people. And it's not just confusing children. You know, it's a confusing young adults. It's confusing everyone. Like, what the hell? What's going on here? It's confusing everybody. You know, it's, but it's confusing certain people and children and young people in particular, confusing them about the nature of reality. And according to Dr. Jeff Myers and Brandon Showalter, These guys are the authors of a book titled Exposing the Gender Lie, How how to Protect Children and Teens from the Transgender Industry's False Ideology. And according to these guys, they say that gender ideologies are pushing confused children into becoming customers in the transitioning industry. That's the profit element. Like, hey, here's some pills, kid. Come on in for a surgery, kid. The state will pay for it. Okay, so there's a profit element to it, but the political gain is actually found in the polling data that suggests nearly 40% of Gen Z now self-identifies as LGBTQ. And Who do you think these confused young people are going to vote for? You know, do you think that these LGBTQ kids are going to vote for these stuffy, crusty Christian conservatives who unjustly discriminate against the twisted sensitivities of all of these mentally unstable youth? No, of course not. Not a chance. The only chance for all these queers and trans kids to grow up and achieve their true potential is if the progressive Democrats can do more to protect their rights to mutilate themselves, rebel against their parents, and flaunt their utter denial of reality. Friends, the votes are secured. But there's something else going on here, too. In a breath of fresh air, uh, article out today, friends, over at Hot Air, former Democratic presidential candidate turned political realist, one Tulsi Gabbard, has come right out and stated the obvious. Says Tulsi Gabbard, quote, we have leaders in the Democrat Party, unfortunately, and those in our society who are pushing this fantasy. They are asking us to take something that is clearly not real and believe that it's real. They're asking us to take something that is very clearly a mental illness that creates this delusion where you have people saying, why, I'm a man in a woman's body and vice versa, and then – Doctors committing, in the case of children especially, committing this medical malpractice, trying to turn this fantasy into reality and creating incredibly negative short and long term consequences, both physically and psychologically, period. End quote. And I would add uh, sociologically, as far as society as a whole, there, friends, you see, they are forcing. This delusional fantasy and demanding the public accept accept it. You know, the, the reality of the situation is clear for everyone to see. And yet, and yet the Democrats, the progressives, the liberals, and the other useful idiots who refuse to acknowledge this reality. It's just reality, but it's an inversion of reality. Snow is black, you know, boys or girls, girls or boys, what have you. And war is peace. It goes on and on. But Tulsi Gabbard continues on. She says, quote, are we going to live in a society of common sense and reality, or are we going to buy into this insanity and this fantasy, This is one of the reasons, she says, why I left the Democratic Party, because we have the Democratic Party today selling this fantasy and catering to it and giving credibility to this fantasy. These mental delusions all because they think it'll give them more political power, a party. That is willing to do anything, especially things that are damaging to children, all for the sake of political power, should be frightening to everybody. Period. End quote. Now, thank you, Tulsi Gabbard, for speaking the truth. A party that is willing to sacrifice children for the sake of political power should be frightening to everybody. But obviously, it's not, right? Obviously, you know, it's quite the opposite. There are all kinds of progressives out there, you know, banging the drums about these delusional trans fantasies. It's all the rave right now. You know, how do you identify, you know, whatever? You I mean, one look at Bud Light and all that kind of crap, you know, the the trans activists are being put up on a pedestal on a stage and and people's attention is being trained to to go there. And despite the fact that an honest majority of Americans still believe in the good old-fashioned notion that there are only two genders, regardless of what the science of today has to say about it. But friends, uh, a a link here in the report today, it's a slim majority. It's only 57%, 57% of people, it was under the age of uh, 18 to 34, 57% of people age 18 to 34 believe that gender is based on birth at sex. And 47 percent, they believe you can change your gender anytime you want in life. OK, but 57 percent, that's a slim majority. And if you think about that, it's disturbing. How can almost half the people out there no longer believe in male and female? But, you know, now gender is fluid. That's how quickly the. Uh, It all happens, the changing of perspective. And of course, friends, if you've been with me for a while, you might recognize all of this insanity as the direct result of an intentional effort to transform human consciousness, which is something we've been talking about a lot lately, especially last week. Now, the fact that this is happening... All of this, you know, that that 50% that almost half of people now are confused about whether or not, you know, gender is a is a mental construct or if it's assigned at birth or what have you, assigned at birth. That's their language, whether a person is born male or female. Uh that's geez, again, you know, it's just direct evidence to me, in my mind, this is direct evidence. That the tools of psychological warfare are being used to facilitate conscious transformation and behavioral change. And you know what? It's working marvelously. You know, both for profit and for the political pilfering, friends, insanity is all part of the plan. In fact, according to the World Association of Transgender Health, which is the globalist apparatus being used by the cabal to cultivate and drive this repugnant narrative, the World Association of Transgender Health, they state that there is only one correct way to handle transgender healthcare, and it's called the the W-Path. Now, the W-Path is this highly choreographed transition. It flows from the social transition which is when a kid chooses a new name or new pronouns. Like, I, I, I really feel like I'm a, just a girl trapped in a boy's body. I mean, sure, I've got a schlong, but I feel like I want to go into the girl's bathroom for some reason, you know? I must be a she, okay? So that... That first so step of the social transition, then uh, you know, transitions to alerting the teachers and then maybe the parents, depending on what state you're in. You know, alert, alert the teachers and the parents that they must use these new pronouns because anything uh, else is abusive to the child. It's rejecting the child or whatever the case may be, whatever sick and twisted justification they come up with. And then this moves from the pronouns to the notification that you must respect the pronouns to uh, moving toward puberty blockers and the cross-sex hormones and surgery, okay? All of this. And, of course, see, you know, when they, the World Association of Transgender Health puts it out like that, the W-Path, I mean, there's nothing scary or, or unnatural or radical about that, right? I mean, shouldn't everybody stand up and defend the children's right to do whatever the hell they want with their body, right? I mean, no! Friends, it makes me want to puke, but... I will swallow it here and now, just to get to the bigger point, because there is yet another uh, you know actually this is perhaps the most prominent example of inverting reality you know a boy can be a girl, a girl can be a boy now when I say inverting reality i 'm implying that this is an intentional effort to twist and distort perception i e human consciousness until A person's perspective reflects the exact opposite of reality. This is all closely related to the the communist manifesto's hidden higher socialistic Socialistic interpretation, the exact contrary of its real meaning. That's a direct quote from the manifesto, the exact contrary of its real meaning. And this is all rooted in the illusions of language, which brings me to the after school Satan clubs that are cropping up all across the country. Now, on its face, one might be inclined to laugh it off. Like, <laughs> that's silly. You know, are you kidding me? No. You know, uh, as pointed out at the hill.com this morning, you know, kind of that mainstream beltway liberal rag, they say, quote, after school, Satan clubs have become steadily increasing in popularity and are not likely to slow as their supporters rack up media attention, and legal wins fighting for free speech, period, end quote. Educating with Satan is a brazen mockery of Christian principles brought to you courtesy of none other than the Satanic Temple. Now, friends, the fact that this is being propped up as hip and vogue by the liberal media it's despicable, albeit predictable. And again, there is there is uh there's no concern here for how having Satan club might adversely impact children's mental health and and drive wedges between kids and their parents and and open the door to predatory grooming and other occult and potentially evil forces. Friends, nobody's talking about that. It's just great win for free speech and quite ironically One of the tenets of the Satan Club is that one should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs, which of course, is the entire crux of the transgender movement to distort scientific facts to fit one's belief. And so yet again, we see here another inversion of reality. But friends, here's how they're selling it to parents. I, I put a screenshot in here of the Satan Club's you know comparison between the Satan Club and the Good News Club. And uh, friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know you just have to go to the thetorchreport.com where you can see all these nifty goodies. Now, it says, you know, it just goes through a checklist. And basically, you know, Satan Club promotes individuality and creativity in an environment that allows self-driven children to choose activities that each individual finds interesting. It promotes a rational, science-based, non-superstitious world view. Of course, <laughs> it goes on down you know to lambast all of the Christian clubs for telling kids that they're inherently sinful uh threatening with eternal damnation and and rigid you know yeah ideology and dogma and all that kind of stuff but friends make of it what you will but know for a fact that the woke parents are lapping this stuff up. And again, at the top of the report, there was that picture of those kids who signed up for Satan Club. You know, take a look at that. And let me ask you, do those kids look like well-adjusted, happy, healthy, thriving youth to you? And of course, it's rhetorical. The answer is no, they don't. You know, they look like the products of a perverted and twisted cultural revolution, at least to my untrained eye, the untrained eye of this ignorant peasant. Now, There's something else going on here that I want to drill down on. I note the time, and I'm going to have to move through it fairly quickly. We'll dive into some of this a little bit more maybe tomorrow. Uh, But there's something depicted in the statue of Satan, a.k.a. the statue of Baphomet. And there's a picture in here, and it's actually coming from the Satan uh, temple, whatever. I think it was in Detroit. But, of course, the children are looking up at Satan and all of this kind of stuff you notice how they're looking longingly toward the light that is emanating from the head of Satan or Baphomet here. And then if you look at that picture, notice the inverted star above the head. And then notice the twisted serpents which long have represented healthcare and medicine that are at the gut level of the devil here. And all of this, friends, as I was looking at that picture, I saw that picture today. It just spontaneously synthesized in my mind, representing all of the deceit and the lies and the twisted reality that have come to light over the last several years. And it reminded me of a picture of Dr. Effing Fauci I saw circulating on the net screenshot in there. And it's he's holding up his arm and it looks remarkably similar, the picture and all this kind of stuff. And the connection between medicine and deception and children seems clear to me. But it's it's difficult to put into words right now exactly what I'm trying to say here. There's more sim- symbolism there uh, than I got time to get into. But it did strike me that Satan projects the inversion of reality, that boys can be girls and girls can be boys, and that we can all be like gods so long as we trust the science and sacrifice our humanity for the false promise of a tech-enabled transhumanist immortality, friends. It seems like not that long ago there was a good book uh, laying around. I mean, you could find it pretty much in every home and every hospital, every hotel nightstand in America. And that book was was warning us about all of this Satan stuff. It seems like, you know, and I I know a lot of people believe that 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 story is just for radical, racist, transphobic, religious extremists. But maybe maybe there's something more to the story than that, friends. I don't know. You know, just like the picture depicts future generations are looking for guidance. And if we fail to step up and dispel this evil and insanity, the future looks very dark indeed. Friends, kids will be kids, but this time is something different. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app, click that heart and give me some love subscribe. If you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone, you know, get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.